0: raising black children in the United States can be really scary. And as a black mother, I realized I was parenting from fear. And I wanted to make a commitment to parent for liberation. You are listening to the Parenting for Liberation podcast. I am your host, Trina Green Brown, Each episode, I'm joined by other Black parents, and we discuss our journeys to push past our fears to raise our beautiful Black children to be whole, free, and liberated. Hey, this is Trina. I'm excited to share a new podcast series with you all. We're changing it up a bit for a few special feature episodes. And I'll be sharing some liberated parenting strategies for my upcoming book, Parenting for Liberation, A Guide for Raising Black Children. The book is informed by interviews from this podcast. And over the course of all of these interviews on this podcast, Black parents who have spoken to me have dropped their own nuggets of wisdom about how they are shifting from fear to liberation and how they are practicing liberation in their homes. I've put those stories together and created some strategies, um, and they're in this Parenting for Liberation guide. The guide is coming out Juneteenth, June 19, 2020. So to connect the podcast with this new book, which again is the data point for the book, I thought it was only right to have some episodes to highlight the strategies in the book. It's like a homecoming of sorts, where the podcast learnings are returning back to themselves through this book. And it's beautiful to see it all come full circle. For each episode in the series, there will be three key points. I will highlight a liberated strategy from the book. I will reference and ground in the original podcast episode, and I will explore how to practice the strategy right now during COVID-19 when so many parents are home with their children 24-7. Now is the time to really ground in liberated parenting practices. So excited to jump into this episode, which is, uh, comes from a topic on colonialism and other isms, which is episode 14 with my very good friend, Professor Tiffany Lanois. And during this episode, I was in a conversation with Tiff just around the colonial holiday of Thanksgiving, which I like to call thanks taking because nothing was given freely. So Tiffany and I talked about the ways that we can talk to our children and have deep conversations about some complex concepts such as colonialism, sexism, racism, classism and other issues in everyday conversations. You know, it's really hard. I've struggled with some of these conversations around sexism and racism and trying to get my kid to understand. And Tiffany is just so skilled at having these conversations and everyday conversations. And so she said in our interview, I really try to create a relationship and atmosphere with my son where we are constantly talking about inequality, racism, sexism, homophobia, homophobia, all of these issues and topics. I also try to have these kind of conversations all the time, and I really try to make them low pressure. I don't say, sit down, son, We're going to talk to you about sexism or racism. Instead, I look for everyday opportunities to just bring it up. So Tiffany shared strategies, and this builds on the strategy of the evolution of the talk offered by Ignacio Rivera for the last episode, where... They shared in their conversations having day-to-day interactions about sex. But this particular episode with Tiffany is really about how to have the conversations beyond how folks feel about it to actually getting down to the nitty-gritty of understanding why inequity and oppression exist. So how does talking about oppression and all the isms relate to COVID-19? Well, it can be a really important time right now for our children to understand some of the structural issues and inequities that exist in our society, such as racism in the medical industry that's leading to increased rates of the COVID virus, the coronavirus um, amongst African-Americans. Oppression and isms are integrated in the lack of health care for all folks that there's no universal health so that's some, un- some other inequality that we can talk about with our children. Um, we can talk to our children about and help them understand the way the labor force works and why there's a significant amount of folks of color who are essential workers who are still being called to work. Um, so these are some of the important connections that we can make around uh, oppressions and the, most, the, the multiple isms that are connected to the impact of COVID on communities of color. And so you can listen to that full episode with Tiffany to hear how she talks about these issues of racism and sexism and generational privilege and generational inequity um, with her son in everyday conversations at lunch, in the car, at home. And so as you're home with your children, you can have all these conversations. And please note that all conversations about coronavirus or COVID-19 do not have to be all doom and gloom. The next step after identifying what are the flaws in our systems is to engage your children and young people in envisioning what's possible as an alternative. A lot of folks have been talking about that they can't wait to return back to their normal lives. But rather than returning to normal, how about we invite our kids to explore what would be a better alternative than what we had before? Because what existed before has not always been for the betterment of Black people and people of color. As Audre Lord stated, Raising black children in the mouth of a racist, sexist, suicidal jargon is perilous and chancy. If they cannot love and resist, they probably will not survive. And so teaching our children to identify inequities is a part of getting them to resist and to love themselves and our people. We need to know that we deserve better. So have those conversations with your kids that are not only about resisting, but also about love. How do we create the conditions for our people to feel the love that they deserve? And how do we create the conditions in the world that our children and our communities can thrive? All right, that's it for this episode. Thank you for listening. If you want to check out the full episode with Tiffany, that's episode 14, Colonialisms and Other Isms. And also, if you want to practice some of these liberated parenting strategies, pick up the book, Parenting for Liberation, A Guide for Raising Black Children. Available at Feminist Press. You get the code Trina20 to get 20% off. It's also available on other platforms, but just really wanting to encourage folks to shop at your local um, indie publishers and not necessarily use the big, massive chains. Because again, those systems of inequity that exist in our culture are rooted in capitalism. So make sure you you support your local small bookstores, independent bookstores, or you can buy it from Feminist Press and use the code Trina20 to get 20% off. And if you're curious about how to actually support your children in envisioning a new world, stay tuned for the next episode on this series about visioning. Thanks. Thank you for listening to this episode of Parenting for Liberation. I hope that something shared on this episode helps you on your journey to liberated parenting. To learn more about our other episodes, check out our website at www.parentingforliberation.org/podcast. Please like us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and if you're listening on iTunes, make sure you give us a good review. Wake up everybody, no more sleeping in bed. No more back-